0: We spend a lot of time doing something that our ancestors never did. And I don't mean looking at our phones, although that too, because that's not just our ancestors who didn't do that. We didn't do it 15 years ago either. I remember when we brought a uh, child education expert to the school Had to be 10, 15 years ago, I don't remember exactly, came in from Boston, big expert, and he stood in front of the parent body and he said, listen, just don't put a computer in your child's bedroom. And I thought, boy, how quickly that advice went out of the window. But the thing that we do all the time that our ancestors virtually never did is we look in the mirror. We're very familiar with what we look like. Not only do we know what other people look like, but between mirrors and screens, because you know in a mirror you get a switched image of yourself, but on screen when you look at yourself in a photograph, you get the same image as everyone else, we're very familiar with what we look like. And the truth is that screens, whether, or glass, whether mirrors or phones, They show us ourselves a lot, and at the same time as we appreciate them, we're suspicious of them. And this too is not new because I remember when I was growing up, screens were called televisions. For those of you who are young, televisions used to be these very big screens that you didn't move from room to room, but actually would stay in one place. And honestly, when I grew up, there were three channels to watch. And if you didn't like what was on those three channels, that was just too bad. But even then, people complained about screens. Very famously, Newton Minow, who was the head of the communications and television, I don't remember his exact position, called TV a vast wasteland. And I bring all these screens and mirrors up because there's another kind of glass that actually has a very important part to play in Judaism and Jewish history, which in some ways is the opposite of screens and mirrors. And those are windows. Do you know that it is actually a Jewish law That you are not supposed to have a place to pray that doesn't have windows. We barely cover that law, although we do. But it doesn't say in the Talmud why you have to have windows. It just says that you do that you do. So I want to give you three reasons. The third one is the one that I really want to get to. The first is just, remember, it was the ancient world. You didn't have electric lights. You didn't have windows. There was no way to see each other. The second is, because as you pray, you ought to be able to appreciate the beauty of the world that God has given you. And so looking out into the world is really important. But here's the third. And in order to get to this. I want to talk about tomorrow night. Because tomorrow night is Hanukkah. And on Hanukkah, I don't have to tell you. You light a Chanukiah, And why do you light a Chanukiah to celebrate the miracle? What's the miracle? I hope you will forgive me when I say it's a pretty small miracle. God who created the heavens and the earth, who gave souls to human beings who could do everything. God made a little bit of oil last for eight nights. I mean, it's nice, but it's not like, Oh, I can't believe that God could make a little bit of oil last for eight nights. God created the heaven and the earth. That's like what God can do in spare time, right? And so it doesn't feel like it should be such a huge thing that we celebrate this very little miracle. There's no holiday to celebrate the splitting of the Red Sea. That's a lot bigger than eight nights of oil, right? Unless you call Passover, but Passover is the whole story, not specifically the splitting. There's no holiday even better. To celebrate when, in the book of Joshua, God makes the sun stand still. That's, kaka, a miracle. That's a big miracle to make the sun stand still. Making the oil last? Mm-hmm. I'm grateful, don't get me wrong. Love Hanukkah. Not a great miracle. Now, you might say... Well, the miracle really is that a small group of Jews managed to defeat a big empire, and that's true. That's remarkable, although as we know from history, that's not unprecedented. Sometimes small armies defeat great armies, it happens. Happened in modern history too. But here is what I think is actually the greatest miracle. And the reason you need a window when you light the Hanukkiah, it's Pirsume Nisa, you're advertising the miracle. And what? When someone, let's say they know nothing about Judaism. When they see a Hanukkiah, what do they know? That somebody is celebrating that holiday. Now, we're talking about events that happened 2300 years ago, more. And we're still lighting the Hanukkiah. That's amazing. Why do you have windows in a sanctuary? Because we read this morning of things that happened more than 3,300 years ago. And we're still reading about them and still praying. That's a miracle. When you think about everything that has been done to the Jewish people to ensure that we couldn't pray and couldn't light a Hanukkiah and couldn't be here, that really is a much bigger miracle than oil lasting eight nights. I was recently sent a book, people send me a lot of books. I don't get to read all the books, unfortunately, that people send me, but people send me a lot of books and then I buy my own and they accumulate and I get buried under books. But I was sent a book that was written recently about what happened between 1918 and 1921 in the Ukraine, before the Holocaust, how over a 100,000 Jews were killed, beaten, tortured, abused in all sorts of horrible ways over a 100,000 Jews and this is a tiny little slice of Jewish history from before the catastrophe. And when you read this you think I would not be surprised if after that all the Jews of the Ukraine said "Eh, enough with this already. Let's forget it. Who needs to light a Hanukkah in the window if this is what happens? But as you know that's not what they did. That's not what they did. You need a window to testify to the miracle of the Jewish people. And that's what you do when you light a Hanukkiah. And that's why everyone has to be able to see it. You may or may not know that if you're over 20 Amah, which is the same height as a Sukkah, you can't light the Hanukkiah. You're supposed to light it below that because people are supposed to see it. Sorry for those of you who live in the high rise. I don't know what to tell you, except make sure there's one in the lobby too. Because people have to see inside. Yes, it's for you that you're lighting it and you're showing it, but it's for people walking on the street to say, oh my God, they are still here. They are still here. That, in some ways, is the motto of Hanukkah, not the official motto. The official motto is, Lobachayo, the Lobachoach, ki Imbruchi, Amar Hashem Not by might and not by power, but by my spirit, says God. But what that really says is, we're still here, thousands of years later. And that is a miracle. Shabbat Shalom.